Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Rooted Deep, a podcast featuring Reba Bowman and Allison Hale. Welcome to the Rudy Deep Podcast. Allison and I are sitting here and looking kind of forward to today's discussion. Uh, we wanted, we've had some heavy podcasts lately. We've been talking about a lot of kind of more heavier topics. And so today we wanted to kind of uh, step into something maybe a little bit lighter, uh, but something I think that we've all had a little bit of experience in. I, Allie, when I was uh, a, a teenager, um, I can remember getting magazines. Um, that had these little personality quizzes in them. And you would take these little quizzes and that was the big thing. And then I know that now we've kind of moved from magazines to Facebook and social media platforms. And there's always something on there about take this quiz and find out what Disney princes you are or (laughs) exactly what Harry Potter house you belong in or whatever. Or whatever, right. And so uh, I think all of this is in, in striving to you know, understand ourselves and striving to under, understand other people, but at the bottom line, but we know that these all of these kinds of little personality tests are things that a lot of people have taken. Some people are really into it. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. And, and, yeah. And I've seen people. I, I've seen people just take a you know quiz. I'm this. I'm that. And um, and I think some of us, like me, and you probably got this growing up when everybody's like, oh, you're just like your mom or you're just like your, sure. you know, I'm just like my mom or I'm just like my Aunt Tina. And so it's interesting how personalities and people just kind of are curious about, okay, what type of person am I? And, uh, and it's interesting. It's kind of a fun test. I remember in with the magazines, you had to score it. And so you had to circle, 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 and then you had to right. add them all up. It was a lot of work. And yes. then you had flip the magazine over you Correct. know that was just so much work now it's just you click 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 and and yeah. bam you know and bam there you are there's your disney princess or there's your you know this harry is your potter personality person. this is who yeah. you are and and it's like we know maybe not yeah because yeah because it's it, i think it's really ironic how many people take these things yeah. um and how you know people kind of like oh i want to see i just want to see how you know what i am or see how it turns out Rather, whether it's scientific or not is past the point. Um, but I do think that there's a underneath all of it, it's just a striving to get to know ourselves a little bit better and to get to know our uh, other people that we work with a little bit better. And we obviously, you and I both have gone through uh, together as part of a team, we've gone through uh, Gallup's uh, Clifton Strength Finder, yeah. and which is a it's it's not really a personality test it's not really yeah. one of those things that tells you you know what disney princess you are but it does divide up these strengths and you've got this 34 different strengths that you take this test and at the end of the day you say you know what these are areas that i'm really strong in these are areas that are my natural how i naturally think or feel or behave and these areas down at the bottom are areas that that's not my natural zone. I just don't do that naturally. Yeah. And I remember years ago when I was in, I think I was, I was on a college retreat. We took a, um, we took a, a disc personality, the DIC, mm-hmm. the disc personality, but mi- like mixed with what our spiritual gifts are. Yeah. And that really up 
upset me. That test really upset me because I rated the lowest, 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 lowest. I rated the lowest in mercy. And I think that was really funny because my, our ministry now is called mercy, but it was, and I'm sitting there going, I'm not merciful. And so for a a (laughs) while, probably I would say a couple of years, I was just like, "Mm, sorry, not merciful. I'm just not, that's just not the way God. And, and I didn't understand that I was kind of just basing all of my information and everything I was, I was almost kind of basing all of how I was acting on that one test that said, you're not merciful, you're prophetic. So just tell everybody what you think and don't have to be nice about it. And I really took that too seriously. And some of people, there's probably people sitting there listening at home. It's like, oh, that's what it was. You took that. That's what it was. You took that test. Yeah. yeah, And so I was nervous when we were, when, when you asked me to take that, the strength, the Clifton strength finder test, I was just like, "Mm, I know, I know what I'm good at and I know what I'm not good at, but it was really helpful because it focuses on your strength. And I thought that was, it was a really fun to work at it in a team. Yeah. You know, and I think that's kind of what we typically at Dare for More, what we've used a lot of these strengths tests for has been uh, to kind of identify what our team, where our team is strong mm-hmm. and where, and it also helps us to understand each other just a little bit better. Um, and, and, and we had, we've had so much fun uh, even laughing or talking about it. I know when we did your leadership, retreat for your staff you guys got t-shirts that had your number one strength on the front of it which was hysterical I loved it we had and and it was interesting how many overlapping strengths that we had but it was fun to say okay uh, you know and some of us are polar opposites in what our strengths are Mm -hmm. but teaching everybody and I think it was important to teach everybody okay this is how God made you and this is what your strength is yeah. And and we're going to rejoice with you. It's, there's not one strength that's better than the other. There's probably a strength that's louder than the other. If we want to point sure. at me, you know, no, I'm the, yeah. but uh, there's, there's definitely, there's never, there's not one strength or one personality that's more important or more valuable than another. No. And, you know, I think that's what's so cool about it, whether, whether it's, you know, Clifton Strength Finder, whether it's, you know, the Enneagram or whether it's, you know, are you a Labrador Retriever or yeah goat, you know, I don't know, an otter, whatever. Um, you know, I think regardless of which, you know, kind of thing you're discovering, it's important, I think, for everybody to understand that these are not about, um, well, this is who I am and this, I just can't be anything different. But it but it really defines us a little bit to say, these are what make us unique. Mm-hmm. Um, and that there's, I don't care if, if there's 40 of you that score all the same, you know, you're all Labrador retrievers, you're right. not the same. Yeah. You know, exactly. you're not the same Labrador retriever. Mm-hmm. And um, and I think that uh one of the reasons I love some of these things is because we see the uniqueness of people and how God really does create us mm-hmm. with similarities, yeah, that we understand each other. Yeah. Um, but also because I mean, you know, you and I've been friends for a long time now, and there are things that you and I are similar about. Mm-hmm. And we really, when we get into that zone, you and I really get each other. We we right. have a lot of empathy for one another. We totally get each other in that zone. But then there's all these areas where you and I are so opposite and mm-hmm. so different. Right. And understanding that that is a good thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I think when 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 you look at I think it's interesting with this, especially when you when you look at whether it's an Enneagram or whether it's a strength finder and you're looking at you, you're curious about who you are. Mm-hmm. But I think it works really well 
when it's in the it's in the concept of team because um, when our when our team first took it, there were some light bulbs that went off, and I was like, oh, yes. okay, now I understand mm-hmm. why she gets frustrated. This person gets frustrated because her strength yeah. is responsibility and when I you know that just go 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 and I changed my mind a million times and you know and it's one of those one of those things that then it was it was better to understand one another and say okay I'm going to celebrate your strengths and you're going to celebrate my strengths and together in the team whether it's dare for more or whether it's hearts and hope or whether it's mercy we know okay, I can give this project to this person or I can have this discussion with this person about mm-hmm. because we understand their strengths a little bit better. And I like the fact that it focuses on everybody's strengths and not their weaknesses because I feel like there's other, there's other tests out there that, that really just focus on, oh, well, be careful about this. You're going to have a problem with this. You're, gonna, you're weak in this. You're weak in this. And it's like, sure. I think we all know what we're weak in if yeah. we're honest. <laughs> yeah. so, yeah. So, I mean, everybody knows Allie's not going to finish a task in one day. Let's just get it. Yeah. <laughs> um, she'll start eight tasks though. Wow. Yeah. You know, but yeah, she won't. Right. One. And, um, right. and that, you know, and that's a, that's a weakness that I always know that I have. And I think our school, Las Palmas, the, the leadership team went through strength finder and understood and did some training mm-hmm. just to understand each other better. Then they were like, okay, now I understand why this person's always taking classes or this person's walking around with eight books because they're such a yeah. learner, you know, mm-hmm. and it was just interesting. So Reba, tell us some of the strengths in general so people just get an idea. If they don't know the strength finder, what are oh, some yeah. of the strengths or some of the quadrants that, that they kind of have? Yeah, yeah. So basically there's four domains mm-hmm. that the Clifton, and a lot of us know Gallup poll. Right. We've we've heard of the Gallup poll. So one of the things that really makes the Clifton Strength Finder very uh, scientifically sound as far as the research is going into it and the reliable more of the reliability is because the data, the amount of data that Gallup has taken through the years, through their polling systems, they've been able to gather tons and tons and tons of research material. So they're being able to put these together in a way that is is really solid. And so they divide it into four domains. One is executing. Um, and one, you know, so you've got this executor who does things a certain way, you know, for whatever reason, you know, they execute, they're, they're constantly learning about, oh, okay, this is how I do things, or this is, uh, you know, this is how I operate. This is how I work in this, in this executional uh, strategies. Um, the other is influencing. Um, maybe you have a lot of strengths. Okay. Yeah. Allie's over here going, yeah, that's me. I have a, a lot of strengths that all are in the influencing category, uh, and then relationship building and then strategic thinking. Mm. So you've got four domains. So for example, in executing there's, there's words like achiever, arranger, mm. belief, yeah. consistency, deliberative, uh, focus. And so for people who are score, like, you know, out of your 34 strengths, you may, you know, you may be in your top five, you might have achiever and you might have belief and you might have responsibility. Well, all of a sudden you realize really quick, I've got three in this one domain. So that means I'm an executor. I like to get things done and I'm the kind of person, give it to me, I'll get it done. You know, whereas if you go over to influencing, you get words like activator, um, you know, and an activator is a person that can make things happen by turning thoughts into action. So they're able to take somebody's ideas 
and make it happen or communication or, you know, um, so I think as we, you know, as we look at these, um, all of a sudden you start to see yourself scored. Um, and it's a fine, it's, it's not a hard test to take because yeah. it's one of those range tests where you've got this, this really looks like me, or this doesn't look like me at right. all. And you kind of Completely find, a, yeah, agree. you find yourself on a range. Um, but I do think that there's just a lot of, a lot of core principles and things that, in fact, my number one strength shocked me. Yeah. So I learned some things about myself. Mm -hmm. Um, I was not expecting, but what was ironic was when I, when, when I did my test and I revealed my number one, it was learner. Mm -hmm. And I was like, learner, what is that? That's not me. And then everyone in the room was like, Oh yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah. So it's one of those things where even some things I was surprised at that I didn't Mm -hmm. see about myself or maybe, and I love to put it this way. I think sometimes we just need words. Mm -hmm. We need terms. We need some things to be able to describe how we are or what we do. And I think this sometimes gives us these words. It gives us, it gives us terms. It gives us a way to understand each other, whether it's in a marriage or, or whether it's coworkers and we're, or, you know, or, uh, you know, whether we're trying to get a a, a huge something accomplished together and you're like, okay, who do I give this to? Yeah, you know, and, uh, and understanding working with a team, um, my, it was, I was shocked that, cause I, I, we, a lot of our team, especially at mercy, they're kind of balanced. They have, you know, one or two of the influencer, maybe one of the relational, one of the ex, you know. Um, and so a lot of them are, a lot of us are balanced. There's two of us though, um, that are four or five of our top five are all in one category. And so I'm actually, my top six, my top six strengths out of all 34 are just in one domain. You're in one um, domain. And I'm Got in it. one domain. And, and it's, and I, you know, I'm, yeah, that's very strong. Um, but it's it also, is. thankfully though, um, the, the other, the other uh, team members that I have are really very balanced in, in what, in what they do and understanding. Like when, mm. when, um, for example, one of our team members, her top one is empathy. And we're, and we're just like, oh, good. Cause none of, nobody else has that, you know what I'm saying on the team. Yeah. Nobody else yeah. is that strong in that. And um, Janice, and we've had her on the podcast before a couple of we times. We have, yeah. Um, did some great training with us so we could understand how to work, how to balance one another out and how to say, okay, I'm this. That's not my, um, that's not what I'm going to just, that's not my default. I'm not going to just use that as an excuse, but I'm yeah. also going to say, here's what I'm strong at. But there's somebody on my team, thankfully, and being able to identify um, identify those, um, those strengths and other people and celebrate, um, strengths and other people so we can work together better. Yeah. You know, um, we probably should give, you know, Ross and uh, Janice Robinson, uh, they're married couple, uh, live in South Carolina and they have, they run a company called bold move international and they've just been, man, they've been so helpful, um, for Allie's team, for my team, uh, and helping us to be able to grow in some of these areas. And they do a marriage conference. And I've heard them talk about so many amazing stories of married couples who suddenly be like, oh, my word, that's why she's that way. Yeah. Or that's why he's that way. After you know, 25 years of being married, I had no idea why she did that or why right. he did that. Mm-hmm. And um, just having, I think, these aha moments, a little bit of understanding that 
certain people, everybody approaches life a little differently. And, you know, some people approach it from a strategic thinking perspective. They're, you know, they got to analyze it and they're going to find the context and they're, they're, you know, they're figuring all that out. Whereas other people, man, they're all about relationship building. (laughs) And, you know, and, and so when you get people who come at things differently, I think it's easy for us to quickly get down to, well, that's not the way I do it. And, uh, you know, and learning that we can grow from one another in our areas of strength, I think is just great. Um, So we've benefited a lot from Mm -hmm. the Clifton Strength Finder. And in fact, one of the things that I've done a lot is get uh, high school graduates, Mm -hmm. uh, uh, you know, freshmen and sophomore in college um, to take it as well. Because a lot of them are kind of like, okay, I don't really know what direction I want to go in life, or I don't know where I'm I'm headed. And it's not that Clifton Strength Finder is going to tell you what to do, but what it's cool about it, there is a portion of it that for that age group kind of lets them know, based on the strengths that we see in you, these are jobs you would be great at. Yeah. Yeah. And so helpful. Yeah. You know, (laughs) it is helpful. (laughs) Somebody needed to tell me that when I was trying to figure out, you know, what to do because I was all over the place, Um, Mm -hmm. you know, and, but that's so helpful just to be centered a little bit and say, okay, here's, here's what I love, but here's, and I realized that, but I didn't realize it until I was a junior in in college. I was, I, everybody knows I love art. I love drawing, but uh, by the time I got to my junior year and I had been doing so many art projects, I was getting ready, you know, you start getting ready for your, you know, your, your final gallery, mm-hmm. your final exhibition. And then I was like, I don't know if I could spend eight to 12 to 14 hours alone in a studio, yeah. either painting or drawing or on, you know, on doing graphic design or whatever, because I love people. And, yeah. and so I was like, I needed, but some, and, and everybody was like, yeah, you love people, but I, I also loved art. And so I needed somebody to tell me early on, you know, you would be really good, you know, in a, in a communication aspect. So I did, I changed my major to education because I knew I couldn't be, you know, but those type of that information that you're, you're talking about helping, helping students see early on, okay, here's what you love. And here's what you're good at. And sometimes they can overlap. And sometimes, you know, um, more sustainable is, Hey, if you're good at it, you're going to, you're going to just enjoy it more. And if it's in your strengths, especially. Oh, no, absolutely. And I know for us, you know, there, there's some tasks that certain people, you give certain people a task to do and it just, they're, they just hate it and it takes them forever and they're not good at it. And, and they're, they're over here, just, ah, just wrestling through it. And there's somebody else on the team that actually could do that in about 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. They don't mind it at all. Um, and so for us, sometimes it helps us to realize who would really be good at doing certain tasks or certain jobs or certain things. Um, and I can see that playing itself out, not only across what, what field you go into or, or, you know, but as, as a, you know, as a manager for me, as leading a group of people trying to figure out who do I give what to and where, where are they going to excel? You know, and so I think that, you know, I think there's just so much here, you know, um, even for parents with kids at home understanding a little bit better uh, who you're dealing with. I think it's just, uh, it, it's great. You know, it's just, it's a great tool. And I think we say this very often. It's a tool. It's, it's not the Bible. It's a tool. Right. Yeah. Uh, and that's, you know, you know and I, and I took, a, I took a test one time. My, my husband's in a doctoral program and we took what's called a pro scan 
test that actually says, here's how God made you. And here's the personality that God made you, but here's how outside stress and, um, burdens and your job has changed that personality to where you've adapted in a different way. And that was a really interesting help. Um, just because I'm like, yeah, I'm fiercely independent. I'm a, I'm a nonconformist, but I'm also a pastor's wife. So that nonconformist independent attitude doesn't work for a pastor's wife. She kind Mm -hmm. of has to. And so I learned, okay, so I am you know, I have adapted a little bit and that adapted, sometimes that adaptation has caused me some stress or it's caused me some, you know, uh, some, maybe some, this is not really who I am, but I'm just gonna, and it's not a bad thing. It's just like in the moment, your role as a pastor's wife, whether you like it or not, you know, is this. And so it doesn't fit with your personality, but you've adapted and it's changed a little bit. So that was really interesting. Um, It it affected me for a little while because I was just like, man, I want to go back to who I really was. But then I was like, well, wait a minute, but God called, God has called me into this purpose. And so I'm just going to have to, you know, and I, and, and, and then I embraced it. I'm like, yeah, that because in the, at the end of the day, we're called to, we're called to die to self and, and also, and say, okay, you know, God, God made me this way. Um, but he's also called me into this particular ministry or into the, onto this particular task at the moment. And so I'm taking the information about who I am. I'm taking the strength, what it, Enneagram 8, whatever. I'm going to put that to the side and focus on the task at hand. And so I think some people might get that out of balance a little bit. And I, yeah. I did in the past. No, I, th- I, think, I think you're exactly right. Because I think sometimes we can be so caught up in, uh, you know, you mentioned Enneagram. You know, well, I'm a, I'm a this and I'm a wing of that and I'm a this. And, and, and I think that's all great. That's another that's another one of those personality tests that that uh, we can talk about. But I think one of the things that we all have to realize at the beginning of the process is that our goal is to look like Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what we've been called to. And God has God has made us all look different. Um, we think differently. We operate differently. Um, you know, even a lot of twin studies show that even identical twins are not exactly alike. They don't right. think exactly like they don't operate exactly like. So we understand that there's a uniqueness in who we are and God's created us in that uniqueness. And I think he's created us with that with two things in mind. One is that we're always in that process of sanctification. We're always in that process of looking more like Jesus. So this is not this is who I am and that's who I'll be for eternity. I'll just always stay this. No, it's polishing. Mm-hmm who I am in a spiritual aspect so that I'm looking more like Christ, um, no matter, regardless of, you know, whether what personality I am, regardless of what strengths I have, regardless of where, you know, where I rise and fall on any kind of chart or any kind of test or whatever, but it's like, okay, at the end of the day, ultimately, Mm -hmm. you know, I may learn some things about myself that I'd like to be different in. Okay. Then let's, let's, let's pray about that then. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, uh, you know, or, uh, because I know with specifically with Enneagram, you know, um, the, the Enneagram test, which is super popular, uh, around a lot of, with a lot of people with these nine type descriptions, each type has a healthy side and an unhealthy side. Right. Yeah. And so obviously, uh, what I like about that is that Mm -hmm. all of us, no matter what our personalities are or what our bends are, there's a healthy side to us mm-hmm. when we're operating in a good place and we're yeah. operating healthy and when we're not. 
Right. Exactly. And we can see that. I mean, we can, we can see that with, um, for example, as an eight, um, and there's, it's an interesting with the Enneagram, it, it's so kind, they're kind enough to give you the list of all the people that are eight through history. And it's, it's not, obviously it's not like, I don't think Winston Churchill took the Enneagram test on the internet. Um, right. very I'm possibly not. did not, you know, based on, based on, you know, based on <laughs> what they got done and based on who they are and based on their writings, you can, you can, um, they Defer, have, they have determined, right? you know, they have determined yeah. that these people yeah. were. And so you go down the list and you're like, oh, this is a list of just really awesome people. And then there's also, um, uh, and uh, they say that Adolf Hitler was possibly an eight. And I'm like, I'm an eight. I, you know what I'm saying? And right. so that I can like, oh, Winston Churchill, yes, Adolf Hitler, mm. you know? Yeah, and so it's sure. like you said, and, but if you, if you look at it and as we filter everything through the word of God and say, listen, okay, what you can say as I'm spirit led and as I'm allowing the Holy yeah. Spirit to guide me and, 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 and influence me from within and also adding that fruit of the spirit that's supposed to be all coming out, not just one or two, it's supposed to all be there. Yeah. Um, this is what I would look like. And this is how the Lord made me. Or if I just say, you know what, I'm going to take my armor off for a little while and let's see how, 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 let's take this eight for a, for a test drive <laughs> the opposite way and just see how much damage you could do. And so it's right. one of those things that you do have to be it's interesting to understand yourself a little bit better, but at the same time, if you're not, if every, every strength and our pastor used to tell us this all the time, an unguarded strength is a double weakness. And, um, so when you have something that you're like, man, I'm an activator, I'm going to get stuff done. And if it, and that's my, that's my top strength. But if I have to run over everybody to do it, that's right. my unguarded strength becoming basically. And then I'm out in front all alone because everybody's like, no, we're, we're done with you. Um, or as a spirit filled activator and somebody who's being led by the Holy Spirit, you know, that's when, that's when I can allow the Holy Spirit to just take over my strength and say, okay, this is what we're going to get done, you know, through you. And, and that's, and that's the way you have to look at any of these tests. And mm -hmm. I think one time I was, um, I was part lion, part eagle, and there were some golden retrievers and I think an otter in that mix. And, yeah, I, you right. know, do you remember yeah, exactly. That? I, I want to be a golden retriever. Everybody loves yeah. a golden retriever. Everybody loves a golden retriever. What's an otter, right? An yeah. Otter. Yeah. I know. And no. Right. And so anyway, it was just interesting. But again, there's an ugly side to it. And the, and the ugly side yeah. is we are, our armor is off. Here's what, and here's what, here's what I look like without the armor of God and without being controlled mm -hmm. by the Holy Spirit. Or here is what I can get done through Christ, you know, and, and looking my best as, as I allow the Holy yeah. Spirit to lead me. You know, absolutely. And I, and I think there's something in all of us uh, at times, especially that wants to be somebody we're not, mm. you know, there, there's a bend in us to always want to be something or somebody that we're not exactly, you know, because we, uh, you know, it's, I think it's inevitable as we, whether we look at ourselves in the mirror and whether it be the way we look, we want to look like her or, or I want to, you know, I want to look like that, or, um, you know, I want to have that life, or I would kind of like to, I wish, you know, everybody um, you know, liked me the way they like her or whatever, right. you know, yeah. whatever it is that you're, you're coming up with. And I think there is a, there's a healthy place in all of us, regardless of our strengths and regardless of, you know, where we where out of the nine Enneagram types, whether you're a one or a seven or what you are. I think that as, as we discover a little bit about ourselves at the end of the day, there's two things we ought to be okay with. And number one is God, 
I believe Psalm 139. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I believe that before I was ever a thought in my parents' minds, I, I believe that way before that you that you knew who I would be. And not only did you know who I would be, but you put me together. You wove me in such a way that was intricately designed and was you and was exactly what you wanted yeah. me to be. And so this is not a well, I wish I was like somebody else and I, I, I don't like who I am, which I think is, is, is diff is a, is a journey that all of us take at different points in her lives, yeah. you know, and I think we all have to come back to this point and say, wait a minute, what is, what's the truth about Psalm 139? And this is how God made me to be. And so therefore God, you must've had a reason for giving me these strengths. Yeah. Um, you know, you, you had a reason for making me this type of person. So what does that look like? Yeah. And, you know, um, you know, when I, when I was, you know, I tell the story sometimes of just kind of uh, coming into this world a little, you know, my mom tells the story of when I was born, uh, you know, it was before the days of, of sonograms and all that, when you, when you could find out the birth, the sex of your child and all of that. So, you know, she didn't know what, if I was a boy or a girl when I was born and, and uh, I was the first. So in her mind, she was dreaming of having this little girl that she could have dolls and tea parties and all that with right you know and she said when I you know when I came into this world like the kind of the the room kind of the doctors everybody was kind of kind of like you know and she thought something was wrong with me you know and the doctors laughed he said no he said we just we've never seen a a, a brand new baby uh lift their head up all by themselves and look (laughs) around the room and mama said over and over again my pediatrician was saying Lois, you've got a handful here. That's yeah. my mom. You know, you've got a handful here. And I think I just came into this world very strong personality, right. strong willed, strong air. Everything about me was just, yeah. you know, going full blast. And sometimes in my life, I can look back and say, boy, I don't like that about myself. Right. I wish yeah. I could change. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember one time I thought somebody had kind of said, you know, Reba, you're always talking. I thought, you know, I need to be more quiet. So I, I tried for a couple of days. Yeah, I'm going to go quiet. Well, everybody thought I was sick. Uh with you you know and it's like you know we we're trying to reinvent ourselves constantly to be something different than what god created Mm -hmm. us to be when actually what we're called to is to take what god created us to be use it with the power of the holy spirit Mm -hmm. like you said yeah watch the fruit of the spirit of god yeah move amongst that perfectly woven person god created us to be and watch us be the exact person god called us to be in total uniqueness and Mm -hmm. You know, so you are the right mom for those kids. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You are, you you are, you are. You know, you are the woman for that job. You know, yeah. or you are in the right place. You know, just because it's hard mm-hmm. and just because it's not, you know, right now, it's because it's a difficult place. Doesn't mean I, that God's not. That's not what God's called me to. Um, and so I think, you know, at the end of the day, for all of us, it's just like, okay, yeah, this may be my. I may be this on the Enneagram chart, or I may have, these are my top five strengths, or I may be, you know, I may be a golden retriever, an otter, whatever I am. But at the end of the day, it's like, you know what? I know that God can take me just like, like he made me and he can use me for his glory and purpose. Exactly. And I think, you know, so many times you've, you've said it, we, we want to be, we try to be somebody else. I've tried to be quiet. Mm. I've tried mm. the um, the be kind, you know, and I'm, I really, I mean, I should be kind all the time. You are a kind person. You are a kind person. 
might be, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not soft in my kindness. I think we all know that I'm just yes. like fairly forward, but, um, but at the same time, going back to when I, when I went back to, Hey, the Lord called me to this and he equipped me to this. I need to make sure I stay, like you said, in the Holy spirit, because I do have a call. Um, and also just recognizing that not everybody I want to sometimes there's been times that people have looked and he's like, Oh man, I couldn't do that. Like you, like you're doing it. Or I, I wish I could da 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 da. And, and I try to, I try to explain, first of all, we're all different and, and, you know, God has equipped you to do so much, you know, so many other things that are different from what I'm doing. And Absolutely. thank goodness. And I think my husband, if he's listening to this podcast would say, thank goodness, not everybody acts like Allison. I mean, I think let's just be honest. We don't want the world full of Allison's one's enough, you know, enough is as good as a feast kind of a situation. <laughs> um, but at the same time, learning to celebrate and value everybody, um, everybody's strengths and everybody's um, giftings. And then try to get the best out of, especially like us in leadership, try to get the best out of our team and say, okay, let's make sure we're all spirit led. Now look at the strengths that we have and try to pull the best out and then celebrate, um, celebrate one another and our team. Oh, absolutely. And a confidence in a confidence, a confidence in who we are and who God's made us to be. And, and that we are, you know, um, I've often said this, I'm not enough without Jesus, but with Jesus. I'm enough. Yeah. And because I, I'm not smart enough without him, I'm not, I'm not capable enough without him, but in him, he makes us enough for, for enough for that situation, for that task that's in front of me, for that daunting child I'm trying to raise for, for whatever it is, right. uh, you know, the struggle that I'm in right now. And I think a lot of times the devil wants to climb on, climb on our shoulders a little bit and say, you know what, you're not enough. If you were just like so-and-so, you could, you'd be better. Mm -hmm. And if you could just do it like so-and-so. And and I think if those moments we want to kind of cave in and say, okay, well, I guess, I don't know, why am I doing this? You know, and it's like, wait a minute, you're doing this because this is where God put you to do. So I, you know, we rejoice in all of in opportunities to kind of unpack who we are. And And I think we can lean into also, if, if we're hearing the devil say we're not enough, we can say, you know, you're right. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? You're right. Oh, and absolutely. That's ex- exactly. And, and take that truth that, the, that Satan is hmm. telling us, because it is yeah. true. We aren't enough. And we can say, you know yeah. what? You're right. I've, I, don't, I don't need to be enough because when I am weak, then he is strong. And absolutely. so that's what, that's what we can kind of lean into. A little bit say, you know, right. You, you're right. God's got it because I don't. Yeah. No. And, and that's the confidence that we have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it really, really is. And I know in our culture, we talk a lot about self-esteem and we talk a lot about, um, uh, you know, feeling good about ourselves. And I understand what people mean by that. I, I do. Um, and I don't think, you know, I'm not one of those people say, like, don't ever say that, you know. Um, but what I do think is important is you understand that we are just not big enough, smart enough, capable enough. We, nobody's personality, nobody's strength set is, is designed in such a way that we're enough for the challenges that we're going to face in this broken world or that we're going to face in our families or in our marriages or with our kids or at this job or whatever it might be in this ministry. And so I think for all of us, we, we just take those, those great things that God has given us. We take the tools that that we find along the way Mm -hmm. and 
we ask the Holy Spirit, Lord, would you just, would you do something through me that I can't possibly do in and of myself? And then you just get up every morning with a confidence that God's got this. Right. Exactly. And, you know, and start each day saying, listen, you know, here's, here's my plan. Here's, but change it as you need it. Here's, here's how you made me. And the lately I have been praying that I'm like, Lord, you made me this way for a reason. You've given me these desires for a reason. You've put me and given me this call for a reason, but I'm going to need you to do it because I'm not strong enough. And I've, Mm -hmm. and I tend to feel, I tend to try to blaze through as if I were strong enough. And yeah. that's been my problem in the past. And, and we've talked about that before, but just that confidence of saying, I'm just going to rest in you and, uh, and, and, and take, you know, your yoke. I'm going to just yoke up with Jesus. And that, that's yeah. the most restful place, the most confident place. No, I, yeah, I think so. Cause you know, um, I think it was Albert Einstein. Uh, so I may have this wrong. So don't, so don't quote me on this one if I'm wrong, but I think it was Albert Einstein that said, strive, strive, something like this. He talks about striving not to be a success, but be a, but to be a value. Mm. And I think sometimes the world just says, this is what it looks like to be successful. Yeah. And we strive for the, and, and, and success keeps moving. It keeps moving. What is successful keeps changing, yeah. you know? And it's like, okay, wait a minute. Maybe maybe uh, Einstein or whoever it was that said that had something on that. It's maybe it's not about looking at life and saying, okay, what does the world say is successful? And that's what I need to be. But instead saying, okay, wait a minute, what is the value that God has placed me on this planet for? Mm -hmm. And then leaning into that value. And we know that that just comes through him. So, you know, uh, you know, I'm sure if you're listening, you may have taken one of these tests or you may have been listening now to the podcast and be like, I need to go take one of those tests. <laughs> so we encourage you. That's okay. Go take one. Yeah. Um, and let us learn. know what you are. Definitely. Yeah, absolutely. Learn about yourself and learn a lot about other people, maybe that you do life with, but at the same time, remember that you're more than a test mm-hmm. exactly. and you're more than a sum of definitions or uh, personality, uh, wings or you know, more than a, more than a groundhog or a gopher, whatever you come right. up with. Uh, but God really wants to use us all. And that's, that's, I think that's the cool thing. And, and it's just now as we, as we see, yeah, God wants to use me. Okay. How has he made me to yeah. really shine for his glory? And to me, that's where these tests really become powerful Right, is to say, I'm really good at this. Mm-hmm. And this is where, this is where I can really get the job done in a better way, Yeah, uh, which is good. And then also, and we can, and, and like, like it happens with me, we can say, okay, this is what I'm not good at. And, but yeah. I've got a team member that I value, um, or somebody in my church that I value yeah. as far as, you know, getting this task done or somebody in my family who Absolutely. I understand a little bit better. So, you know, if this, if this helps, that's awesome. Yeah, exactly right. Uh, and, you know, enjoy taking a quiz, let us know what princess you are, uh, you know, and uh, we would uh, be curious, but man, thanks for so much for joining the podcast today. It's just been kind of a fun uh, discussion a little bit on just some of the personality tests and uh, some of the things that we long for in our own lives to figure out who we are and figure out who everybody else is. And uh, so let's just uh, do our very best to look as much like Jesus as possible. And that means we have to be rooted deep. Uh, And so thanks for joining us on the podcast today and we will see you next time. Thanks for 
Thank you for listening to Rooted Deep. To learn more about Dare for More Ministries, go to dareformore.org and look up Mercy Workshop at mercyjewelry.org.